Hello, faithful listeners. This is your old buddy Lars Periwinkle speaking to you now. Listen, before the show starts, um, I first of all want to say hello, and I hope everyone is doing well. Um, uh, Murphy's here with me. Say hi, Joel. Hey, how's it going? All right. So um, we're going to talk this show a, a little bit about the new Avengers uh, video game, because of course we are. Uh, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, somehow my uh, doofy ass bought two copies of this game. And I'd like to give one to you, our faithful dear listeners. Um, what we're What we're asking of you in our little game giveaway contest is leave us a review. And when I say leave us a review, leave us one. We don't get to hear from you very often. Uh, we want it to be honest. We want you to give you your your honest opinion. We're not asking for five-star reviews. Of course, that's what we want because we want to be entertaining you. However, an honest review of our show would be great. And I think um, at the end of this, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Murphy, is we're going to look at all the reviews. We'll have a random drawing, and then we will get that person a copy of this very fun game. Yes. Okay? So... Uh, yeah, just if you go to Apple Podcasts, you write a review, take a screen cap or something just so we can see it, email it to me at murphyslaw at hobotrashcan.com. Or if you want, you can go on our Instagram, uh, Hobo Radio Podcast, and you can send a screen cap there if that's easier. But, uh, just send me the screen cap, uh, and then we're going to use a random number generator to just based on however many people enter, it'll randomly pick one of you and you win the game. And then it's a little reward. And you know, even if you hate us, we'll, we'll still bribe you to review the show. So, so that's all. And please enjoy this episode. My dear listeners, I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And joining me once again, Lars Periwinkle. Well, hello. Hello. That was it sounded a little Miss Doubtfire. I don't know if that's what you're going for. <laughs> yes, that's it. Hello. <laughs> oh man. It would be the what the listeners don't know is that you actually stuck your face into like a whipped cream uh cake. I, I did. To, to keep mean, up it's the illusion. Good for the, it's good for the skin. Yeah. But I realize I must look like a Yeti to you. <laughs> Man, I, I are we the only podcast in the year 2020 to be talking about Mrs. Doubtfire right at the start? I don't think so. I Just like 80s nostalgia, I thought 90s nostalgia would have died a long time ago. But it's still here. Everyone's still talking. You want to talk about Ninja Turtles as well? It, it's so funny too because I think about that a lot of because and I we probably talked about this before on the show but I just remember growing up in the 80s and I was like 
why why are all these shows always talking about the 1950s like why yeah. <laughs> just all these characters in like leather jackets like just be in greece or whatever like what what is this i don't get and then it's like you grow up and you're like oh we did it too i guess it's, it's just natural <laughs> like the people in power are always just going to be talking to about shit from 20 to 30 years ago yeah, I suppose so. It, nostalgia is a very strong uh, driving force behind will, certain creatives. I don't get it. I This whole 90s stuff, I'm not going to say, like, I'm too cool for it or I'm living in the now. I'm just, like, people say 90s, and I go, yeah, I mean, that was a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I really liked, I mean, I particularly, you know, I have an affinity for 90s, like, alternative grunge <laughs> aesthetics sure. and music so like i always am kind of fond of that but like the 90s in general i mean it's it's a pretty you know there's a lot in the 90s and a lot of it i'd like to forget yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure but i mean that's the thing too is you know you get nostalgic for certain things but real, like the music isn't so much nostalgia as mu as much as you know that was the first music that we liked on our own and mm -hmm. just just have a personal preference for it. I don't want it to come back. No, 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 sakes. no. And, and and to the point too of, you know, it's funny because, uh, was I, I sorry, I, sorry to do this to you, but I can't remember if we were talking about it on this podcast or on, uh, it might've been on my other podcast, silver linings mm -hmm. playback, but, uh, -huh. I remember, I think it was on that because we were talking about music, but like the fact that like the, uh, you know, on the Avengers, like, like, like Chris Cornell does a theme song at the end of like, I'm sad for that, for everyone involved. <laughs> that, like, like it's embarrassing, you know, because a bunch of like teenagers who got to see this Avengers movie, who it's going to have a huge impact on their life, the way that like seeing Michael Keaton be Batman or, you know, uh -huh. like whatever it did for me, like they just had to hear what's this old man music at the end. Like, yeah. Oh, they got a, oh, Prince wrote the entire soundtrack for that film. We, we got the guy from Soundgarden who's <laughs> screaming into a microphone for no reason. That's just how he sings, I guess. Also, we, like, clearly he wrote this song, but we refuse to actually use it in the movie. So we're just rolling it over the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think the most embarrassing uh is and this is even i mean it predates the 90s but i and i love i love the the spider-man movies that they make the the marvel oh, the, like the mcu spider-mans are so great but like sure. they do a really great job in civil war of introducing uh spider-man by playing i think is what's that song is like the bah, 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 that song sure yeah, yeah that one you know <laughs> But, like, mm -hmm. that was a song that was, like, popular at the time, and he's a young, like, high school-aged kid, and so it made sense. And then you watch that movie, the Spider-Man standalone movie, and they're playing, like, Blitzkrieg Bop. And it's like, come uh -huh. on. Like, <laughs> like, this is music that Aunt May listened to when she was young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Aunt May was probably born in 1976. Yes. I think she was. Yeah. <laughs> Very young Aunt May. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then probably, you know, uh, just... They, they, were, they weren't even fr from Queens. Like, I just don't know. I don't know why they <laughs> choose the things that they do. It's just, I don't know. This this stuff was cheap. It is from New York, right? Uh, it's fun. 
What's well, it's just like yeah, I, I don't know. It's like if I was a a person in a position of power, like with you know control over the music, I would in no way try to pick music that I listen to if I'm making a movie about a teenage superhero. Like I just know that whatever uh-huh. teenagers are listening to now, they're talking about it on TikTok. I'll never see it. Like uh-huh. you know, is it Megan the Stallion? I don't know. Like is it that is it that WAP? Is that what the kids are talking about, Lars? No, 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 no. <laughs> Joel, that's something different. You're not no. going around saying that to people, are you? Oh, is that not? Is that not? No. No, that's not a thing. Are, are you using that as a greeting to people? Yeah. And a, and a nice whap to you, sir. I thought because I thought it would work for Spider-Man because isn't that the sound that it makes when he shoots his webs? Okay. Don't talk about shooting webs and whap at the same time. Is this not? Is, is there I'm, some connotation I'm, I'm not familiar with? After the show. I don't, I don't know if our listeners are ready. To hear my dumbass explain this, um, but it's it's not family friendly, is what I'll say. Don't oh, say it no. at work. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I gotta, ooh, I gotta send some emails. Oh, <laughs> I love you. Uh, I love the, the thought of you ending work emails with, uh, "Have a nice day." Wap, Joel Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of Spider Man. Um, do I feel like you know we we are in no way uh, ever going to pivot to being a video game podcast mainly because uh, I I play like one video game a year and then I get very bored with it. But I, I know that you and I have both been playing uh, the Marvel Avengers video game, and so I was curious. I haven't talked to you about it because. Also, tying into the theme of this show, you and I are both old, so even though we both own the game, it is, neither one of us will ever reach out to the other one to be like, let's play cooperative online multiplayer. Not happening. I am not going <laughs> online with any video games. There was a... there. I tried to do that at some point. I don't even, I don't even know what game it was or the circumstance, but it was probably... I mean, it was probably like 2014 or something. I said, ah, I know I'm going to suck at it. I'll give it a shot because I have the capabilities to do it. Let me see. Die, spawn, die, spawn, <laughs> die, spawn. Yeah. Oh, well, I, oh, wait. I got some momentum this time. I'm going to pick up this weapon. Die, spawn. <laughs> no, like, so. yeah, every once in a while, like, I'll just see a Fortnite video because, you know, I live in the world. But they're like... It's like someone running and building things and shooting like all at the same time. And I'm just like, you're young. I don't like I don't have those reflexes anymore to do. I guess. I don't know. I've been paying, playing video games, you know, since. Well, I mean, for my whole life, I didn't own a system until I was like 19. But I've been playing them a long time. I'm not bad at video games. But yeah, the, some of the coordination or even just the. Uh, the, just to be able to stay ahead. How do you? Yeah, I can't I, even run and shoot. Like, why can't I run and shoot as well as you can? <laughs> it's just running and shooting with your thumbs and fingers, right? It's. Uh, I, I thought that's all it was. I also, if I, uh, you know, I in my entire life I've been bad, just like directional awareness. I am not good at, and so like I, I always felt like with those multiplayers, like. There, you play against like teenagers who have memorized the maps, and I'm like, I don't even yeah. know where I am right now or how to get. And honestly, and it, you know, because like, we talk about this the Marvel game, but like, uh, I have that sometimes in that game where I'm like, I don't know where you're telling me to go. 
<laughs> I just I I need someone like you guys open world or not it's not really like just give me a level give me a Mario level where I'm moving left to right you know it, it, you know in some of these fighting games when you're when you're doing fisticuffs with CPU characters and they teach you how to fight um most times they say this is how you perform a counter or a counter maneuver or probably usually just like this is how you counter but in some games this avengers game included they tell you to parry and i said cool why are you telling me to parry <laughs> yeah just just tell me to counter their maneuver why are we parrying all of a sudden why are we in an old timey donald duck cartoon <laughs> also can i ask you a question of is this I need to, this is what I'm here to learn. This is great content for our listeners, but is this me or is this the game? Because every time they tell me to press B in a direction to dodge, I feel like it's like one out of 10 times that it actually, that I don't just hop backwards awkwardly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is uh welcome to old man radio hour. <laughs> No, because I will say the other one, like with the the right bumper, yeah, that yep. I can do all day. But when it's okay. press B and dot, like it's just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I you you know, in contrast, I have a hard time. I have a hard time parrying, but I can dodge every time. I can dodge left, right, backwards. That's it'll, what I'm saying. Never yeah. hit me because like sometimes I give up on fighting altogether and I'm just dodging things and going. I don't know. No, I, that's what I'm saying. It's the parry that I have very low success rate with. Because that's what I'm saying. When you hop backwards, that's the dodging. Like, you just awkwardly, like, jump. But right. that, like, parry where it does the slow motion and you move out of the way, like, it's very mm. rare that that... I, and the thing <laughs> is, I only do it, like, in the tutorials or when it asks me to, and then otherwise I I don't. Yeah. Oh, man, I get through those tutorials. I nailed it. <laughs> and here's an actual level. Nope. Yeah. I'll be starting this one over again. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but, but all that being said, so, so what do you think of this game? Let's give a general, like, you know, just, are you enjoying um, it? Do you like being the Avengers? Okay. <laughs> I am, <clears throat> I am enjoying it. Um, I keep, I don't know how many minutes I've played at this point, but I will say that there were a few times where I thought I had bought a lemon. And like, oh, this is another lame ass adaptation of some characters that we know. Did you get the, any of that at all? Well, what I was going to say is, and again, like seriously, like I, I don't play a lot of games. I like I play the Batman Arkham games. I play Skyrim, which I really love. Mm -hmm. And then like a handful of other stuff occasionally. But uh, so, so I don't play a lot of games. But I will say for me, this game has the most bugs, I think, of any game that I've played. Like, it's very glitchy. I've had it freeze on me multiple times where just, like... No kidding. I've had to restart my system. Like, I got worried at one point because it was loading a level and it just got stuck on the loading screen. And then, so I, like, exited out of my Xbox and went back. And when I went back, it was still on the loading screen. Like, it didn't start the game over. And I was like, so is my game just broken now? And then... Oof. I think I literally like I just turned it off and I was like, okay, I'm going to walk away. And then the next time I started the 
the game it it had fixed but like i don't know i found a lot of stuff like that i was actually reading there's a whole reddit thread about like all of the problems with the games because i had this happen to me too where i got like a token to get one of the new costumes unlocked and then i like went to the thing to get it and it just didn't give me a costume and then if you read the reddit thread they're like we recommend you hold on to those tokens right now until we fix until we make a patch so it was like, oh, oh, okay. So that just doesn't work. Oh, boy. So, yeah, all that up front of like, I, I have had a not insignificant amount of frustration with how glitchy the game seems to be. But I the only issues I've had is that, that sometimes on the loading screen, it'll freeze. And the only way I can actually tell is because the music does that thing where it's like. But yeah, I've had it screen uh, freeze on the loading screen. I had a freeze on like while I was playing just like in the middle of a level. It's it froze. I saw today I was actually I played it a little bit before the show and I saw that there was a patch <laughs> like there was an update so maybe oh, right maybe they fixed some of this stuff this morning but yeah like like that did stand out to me like I said I, I don't know maybe other people are more used to that but I, I have found it to be probably <laughs> the least stable game that I've ever played on an Xbox in terms of how often it just freezes up randomly which is weird because it, <clears throat> it um I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I do know that there was plenty of time to do it. You know, there wasn't a, there wasn't a big yeah. movie coming out that it needed to accompany, or a big like um, uh, a big push for like the holiday season or anything. You know, it, it didn't. It seemed like there was time. I guess. I guess it's so it's so complicated now to make a game, especially a good game with so many moving parts like this one has. That it's probably just going to happen. What I, I'm curious too because um, they did like beta. They did like three weekends of like beta trials for it too. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw that because if you pre-ordered it, like they invited you to do the you could. But yeah, so like I don't know. I'm sure it's very hard to make a game. Uh, and and honestly, like I'd say it's mostly annoying. Like it's you know it's usually like it gets frozen. Sometimes it'll like just take a long time and you think it's frozen and then it like you know lets up or whatever but uh but all of that i mean it's it's annoying but minor i would say you know it just stands yes, out indeed. to me <clears throat> i i think though that at the end of it um from a player's perspective when you're playing if you get if you get it right if you're able to get everything right you actually are playing as the characters that they gave you you know there's a time when it clicked i'm i'm not all, I don't think I'm that far, and it doesn't feel like I am. But I have, I have so far been able to play pretty extensively. Um, uh, just speaking of characters that we spent a lot of time with, as um, as Hulk, as Iron Man, and as Black Widow, and I can tell you that one, when you're getting it right, it actually feels like you're playing as those characters. You're kind of like, yeah. the, I don't know. This is. This is pretty badass, if I'm being honest. It's fun. And it's yeah, fun. no, they. Uh, I think I they do. It. No, I think they do. That's probably what I think the game does best is that it does feel different based on who you're using. Like it actually makes it different because, like the the first thing that stood out to me, which you know, not not to brag, but I did finish the storyline mode. Just saying. Uh, 
Did you really? So I actually Jesus, finished it. man. <laughs> I honestly Fuck. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I honestly did finish it. But it's like, I mean, the way it works is like I finished the main story and then it says that I'm like 60 or 70 percent done with the game. And Because I didn't okay. do a lot of the side mission stuff. So now I have like all these side missions that you can do. Okay. Uh, but uh, it honestly didn't take that long. You're probably I don't, I don't know where you're at, who you've unlocked, but uh, it's 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 not that hard. I didn't think to play through the main story. Okay, fair enough. But, well, you know, I did. You know, I've gotten as far as Black Widow. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you're but, honestly, but it's I'll, pretty. Holy, it's, holy hell, because there's so much to do that I didn't want to ignore it. And it's not like I'm doing all side missions, but like there's a they lay a lot of shit on you with. Um, if you gather these points, then you get these many credits, and if you get enough credits, then you can buy this crap. And I'm just, like, <laughs> trying to get into the minutia only because... Well, first, I kind of like that because I'm a pedantic asshole. And also, um, I like building up characters because I want to be playing as them. And I like for them to always win fights. Um, no, and that's that's what I've been doing, like, since I finished the game is is trying to to build them up because that that is the biggest thing is like once i finish like all the characters are pretty weak relatively and like okay. you know so like i've been like and you kind of almost have to like pick one of them you know because at first i was like i was using a lot of tony stark because tony stark is really fun in the game i feel yes. like he is but he's also use. pretty damn vulnerable he's one of those characters that when you're playing you have to a conscious effort to keep going because he'll he'll lose his shit yeah, but I think that's maybe why I like using him because when I use Hulk, I think I die too fast because I just am, like I play like Hulk where I'm like, I should charge oh, okay. at everyone and fight them like head on and not use <laughs> any kind of strategy. But uh, but Hulk is really fun. And I, I think my favorite thing in the game is when you pick someone up with Hulk and then you can beat a person with another person and that you're use, holding. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. To use him as a weapon, it's very satisfying no, to it's, pick up a bad guy and beat other bad guys with the bad yeah, guy. Good lord, I, think, I love that. It's. I think it's <laughs> sincerely is my favorite thing about the game. It's just that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... I think you can throw him. You can throw him across the room at other bad guys. It, like it's, it's, it's really fun to do that. But no, I, I do think like, you know, and then once... Because it takes a while. I think Thor is the last character that you unlock. And, uh, but Thor is really fun as well. Like it, it's, you know, like, but no, I, I think they vary the combat well enough. There's really fun. Like there's so, every character has something that I feel like is really satisfying. Cause with Thor, I really just love, I love the sound it makes when you hit someone with a hammer and then that sure. they go flying across the room. I also love that you can throw the hammer and it stays. I don't listen, man. I let you get away with it once. We're just calling uh Molnir the hammer now is that what we've okay. reduced this weapon to you can say Molnir yes. or you can say Mew Mew those are the only two things you can call that that particular weapon <laughs> okay sorry I'm sorry the hammer I didn't mean <laughs> god damn it <laughs> uh but no like it's really fun to throw it and then like it stays and you can pin someone against it. a wall <laughs> Mjolnir is it is that what you want is do you feel better what is that too nerdy is that a bridge too far on this <laughs> fucking podcast I'm not being that nerdy I still have my dignity for Christ's sakes it's not even that it's just that I have no confidence in saying the word correctly like I'm always just kind I, of like I think, I think, it's, think, I think it's fine to say Mew Mew say Mew Mew what is Mew Mew 
Uh, that's, I think, I think that's the actual correct Norse way to pronounce that word that when oh. it's spelled out, it looks like Mjolnir, which also okay. sounds Norse enough. So you can say Mjolnir or Mimu. Okay. Mjolnir. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway. That's also good. I can't, I still can't believe you finished the story. That's crazy. It seems like such a long story and I've, I've not a lot of time. I've probably put like. Probably like, like eight hours into this thing already. Well, you have to realize I'm not doing much else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a lot of free time. So. I assume my wife is alive and is still able to find meals for herself. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's like she's uh, doing schoolwork. So like she's actually oh, okay, right. taking some, some classes. Right on, so right I'm right like, on. all right, so well. There you go. Well, Staying stay yeah. the fuck out of the way. God bless you. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's been like, I, I have enjoyed this game and I'm like, it is still fun. Cause like having, you know, like finishing the main story, like it's, it, I don't feel like I'm like, well now I'm done with it. Like it is, you know, it's cool to like build them up and I do like the costumes. Like I like unlocking different costumes. For yeah, them. absolutely. The cut. Co- well, everyone likes unlocking different costumes in a game to change the skin. Yeah. Um, but I like their initial ones. I think they look really cool. I think it was very cool that um, our sort of uh, main character that we follow, uh, uh, Kamala, um, her initial superhero costume is a burkini. I think that's, I yeah. think that's a lot of fun. Um, also, I'm I'm actually, and this happens when when they have when you write a good video game, boy, because Arkham. The Arkham Knight, I think, is a great story, and obviously, it's way too long to be a movie. It would be a they've actually tackled it in novels. I think it would be a great movie though, and just condense it down. Um, uh, this this story seems great. I'm invested. I love how long it's like the logistics are taking and shit like that. But when <clears throat> you kind of have, you know, it's not a huge mystery. You kind of have an, an understanding from the beginning who who the villain of the piece is going to be. Maybe not that you don't know if it's the main villain yet or not, but you're like, this guy seems like trouble. Like he's too troubled and he has too much control over shit. And then you learn that, oh, he does do bad things. And then it skips five years. And you're like, oh yeah, he's definitely, he might be a bad guy. And then you see him with a giant head and a floating chair. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I was so, yeah, I definitely so did have happy. that. You're not putting Modoc on a big screen. I think this is the only way you're going to see him. No, you know what's so funny? And maybe we should talk about this. Apparently, I was just reading that they're making a Modoc animated series that feels very, uh, like, I think it's Marvel trying to do, uh, like, a Harley Quinn type animated show because apparently okay. Pat Oswalt is going to voice Modoc and it's going to be He's on Hulu. Great. Not on Disney Plus because you know I think it's going to be more adult than a little gritty than the Disney a little gritty yeah so uh, but yeah but I agree with you that like yeah Modok doesn't feel like he's headed to the MCU like on screen no no he's uh, way too esoteric and also rather off putting if I'm being honest yes I do like there's a part of me that kind of wishes there were more villains like because you get. Modoc, you get. And sorry if this is spoilers for the game. I don't know if anyone cares about any of this, honestly. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like you get Abomination is in yes. there, and you get Taskmaster, 
and you get Modoc, and those are really the only. Yeah. Well, remember that by this time we were supposed to already be really familiar with Taskmaster because he was yeah. the he was in the Black Widow movie that we still haven't seen. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like there was, a, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, cause I know there's going to be like added stuff, like, especially with having Thor, like it feels like Loki should be in the game at some point or like, you know, like some of that. Also, can we talk about how hilarious it is? Cause one, I totally agree with you. I really love, uh, Kamala Khan. Like she's, it's really great. Whoever voices her in this game does a really good job. Like I really like yes. the character. Uh, and I do like the way she's styled too. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but and she's really fun to use, actually. Like it's kind of with this. she is. She yeah. She's a yeah. She's a great uh, yeah. Miss Marvel is a great superhero to play with, and it is fun. And also yeah, that they her character is one hundred percent total dork, and I dig it. Yeah, like a like a complete comic yeah. book nerd ended up with powers and has to figure this crap out. And I I think that's a great basis because you know this isn't an adult video game. You know you're blowing up like yeah. robots, and then you you don't even have life. You have willpower, and when you lose that, you have to start over. This is very much for you know um, um, for the kids. It's for the kids. You know it'll be fun for the family. Yeah, you don't want to that's see why that we're two adult men talking about it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh but no I was just going to say all of that to say like it's really funny to me that the cast is uh Miss Marvel then with uh all of the Avengers from the first Avengers movie except for Hawkeye. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's our original team minus Hawkeye. And the thing is all of the all of the heroes have the same sort of I mean, their abilities are very different, but they have a fight function, they have a run and jump function, and they have a shooting things function, which all work for Hawkeye. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and leave him out of this one. Shoot a fucking <laughs> say, bow and arrow. <laughs> I, I'll say surprisingly, they did a good job uh, with Black Widow, and I only say that because comparatively with everyone else, like everyone else has like an inherent thing that is fun about using them like because even uh captain america who like can't fly like you know thor or or tony ken or whatever like he's more you know fight based but he has the shield so the shield's really fun to like um which also can i call it the shield is that okay or do you it's called yeah it's called the shield so we can go ahead and call it the shield okay if it was called something else we would call it that i will only call (laughs) we don't call molnir molnir because that's the name of the goddamn thing (laughs) uh but uh but so she doesn't have anything inherent um you know like w- to use like when you're using her but the for some reason her combat is really fun like i like the she like throws a line that she can draw herself towards the person and hit them and she's like some batons that shock you like it, they surprisingly do like i because i kind of had that of like oh man like black widow's not gonna be fun to play in this game like just because like uh, I'm not good at countering or doing any of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that she would probably be like good at. Like I need a big, loud, like powerful person, you know? Right. To... Right. There's no, I can't shoot missiles at anyone. How am I going to beat them? Yeah. It is uh, fun though. Yeah. Her, her movements seem a lot more intense. Like even just her, her running versus her sprinting, like her sprinting seems more intense and just like running and yeah. jumping. That's kind of black widow's jam is, that's the way she's able to follow anyone in the damn MCU is just, I'm good at fighting. Like I'm, I'm strong and fast. 
and smart, I guess. I also, I don't want to give it away uh, if people are playing it, but I liked the way she was introduced. Like, I actually thought they did that really well uh, with how she shows up in the game. Like, they actually, like, it was cool when she showed up. It was very cool when she showed up. And that's just another testament to, like, most of these, most of the reasons why this team reassembles could have been contrived nonsense and i would have been fine with it but it was like uh you like a you like a story to follow you know yeah but yeah all right i think (laughs) i'm enjoying it though like it's yeah it's definitely fun it's fine Um, little kids big kids i'm probably very very shitty at it (laughs) but it's my video game i play it alone and it's fun yeah no and i like you know i like that you can play it alone (laughs) Like, that might be a super generational thing. I mean, and granted, we had, like, Goldeneye, which was obviously fun, but it was, you were still, like, in a room with people. Like, I I never fully got on board with just the idea of, you know, um, like, playing online with people. Yeah, if it's your friends, I totally get that, like, coordinating, like, let's all meet up and, like, play this game together. But just dropping into some random place and playing games, I just... That is that is very much generational. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So so there, that was our video game corner. <laughs> you know, just I don't know. Like I hope I, I'm really now. I'm just being self conscious about it. like cause this is good radio. If I'm questioning whether or not that was good, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then let's questioning. Let's question you questioning it. We'll Let's get, really get to meta. a point. I think if we could get like fully existential of, you know, I think we could get to a point where we reduce this down to like, is there any reason for anything? Maybe, maybe it'll come back around in that like you should listen to this podcast because there's, a, there's no point to any decisions that you will make, you know? So. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> was that no, too much? No, I mean, was that I too don't much? think there's, what's the difference between us talking about, uh, a, a movie and what we thought about it and a video game and what we thought about it. We're, we're, we're just giant dorks talking about stuff that we like, like um, these movies. Good. This video game. Good. Jimmy Fallon. Bad. <laughs> Why well, do you want to, do you want to talk about movies? Cause I, 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 I don't feel like we can talk about movies without talking about COVID, but I, I want to <laughs> No, because I, this is something that I've been, I don't know, debating. I'm curious your thoughts, to be honest, which is apparently Tenet is coming out in theaters, which seems wild to me, you know? And, and again, I don't, I don't think we have to, to get into kind of like any sort of, you know, we don't need to get too political or anything, but it's just, I I think it, and I like Christopher Nolan. I like his movies. I want to see Tenet, uh, but it lost me when he kind of made it clear of like, this has to be in theaters. They they openly said they won't screen it in areas where it like, because in California is doing like drive-in theaters, like all of our movie mm-hmm. theaters are closed, but you can see movies at the drive-in. They've openly said, if that's the case, if you don't have theaters open, like physical theaters, they, they won't let the drive-ins show Tenet. It has to be... Like, so you basically can't, like, California can't get the movie when it opens if theaters okay. are closed. Well, I don't, 
That's what, what I'm saying. I don't. What's the, what's the difference between a drive-in theater? Like I know there's a difference between a drive-in theater and going and sitting in a movie theater. But is it? Did he make such a fucking important movie that you have to go? And also, so if you go, if the theaters are open, then you can go see it at the drive-through. What the? What is the point of that? I I feel like he's trying to push California to open their theaters. Is really what I believe. <laughs> Like, maybe that's my own, you know, like, self-centered point of view. But, like, that's what it reads to me. I feel like he's doing it because he wants... Because Nolan has had this. Like, he's... They've pushed back the release date of Tenet for a long time. He's, like... Which also... Let's talk about this. Honestly, I think this is... This is the area that we should get into. Of, like, why do white men directors really have such strong opinions on how movies should be watched? Because you get, like... Scorsese's like comic book movies aren't movies like you know but he'll release movies on Netflix and then you have Nolan who's like movies are only real if they're shown in the theater like there's all this like weird opinions of what movies are and how they should be seen you know it's just it's kind of exhausting because I mean I would I think we would all rather see a movie in a theater we don't want anyone else there I love theaters like yeah, I everyone love wants to go to the movie theaters. theater to see a yeah. movie. They, they don't. If you don't do it, it's because you don't want the hassle. And there are a lot of hassles involved with going to see a movie. So I get it. Like, how, like are you? If you made a movie that can only be fully enjoyed within a theater setting, you made the wrong fucking movie. Yeah, you know, it, it should be consumable on any medium and be as good because it's on the screen. Like, the, I. I I don't want to. I don't want to watch a movie on my phone for the first time. I would rather see it on a TV with like a surround sound system, or, or a movie theater, or even just like a TV in my home, just on a screen. I can see everything and enjoy it more. No yeah. weird glares or some shit. But sometimes, like I, I don't know. Okay, you know, it's my lunch break. I'll watch something on my phone real quick. That'll be fine. And if it's good, then it doesn't fucking matter, right? Yeah, no, I I actually know a lot of people who do that. Either, like, you know, they have commutes where, like, they take the subway to work and they'll watch stuff, you know, or, yeah. like, you know, I, I had people that I worked with that would do that of, like, on their lunch break. They would just, like, watch episodes of things, you know, yeah. on their phone. Like, a lot of – yeah, I just, like, I, I don't know. It feels exhausting to be that way. <laughs> to, to just uh, – but I, I don't know what this move is because everybody does it. And the first one, and I'm, I haven't forgotten about him, was James Cameron making every theater buy 3D projectors so right. that they like, could – remember that when we were just very convinced that the future of Hollywood was, you know – like, and the, the thing is, like, I, I sympathize with the fact that, and especially this year, you know, with COVID, like, it's a lot of uh, businesses are, are going under, unfortunately. And and I know movie theaters are always kind of in a precarious position, but, you know, it's just like, it it's not safe to go right now. And also, like, people will go to the people like they always talk about how people are going to stop going to movies and then like Avengers Endgame comes out and makes a record <laughs> like box office. Right, like right. if you give people something they want to see, people go to the theater. Like it's not it's not in jeopardy. And also, like, I'm very happy 
Uh, I don't know if you noticed I'm wearing the shirt, but like it's it was very nice to see the the Bill and Ted face the music like just released. Yeah. Like I'm sure they wanted a theatrical release for that. They ended up going to digital. It was nice. Like you know, we, I ended up paying what, 25 bucks or whatever to get it and watched it yeah. at my house, and it was great. Yeah, we paid 20 bucks and enjoyed every goddamn minute of the movie. We're cracking up. Weird yeah. Al is at the end of that movie. I'm not and even spoiling that for you because he's not a character. He just shows up at the end credits playing an accordion like a son of a bitch. Yeah. No, it's – yeah. Which is weird because now I, I didn't really think about the fact that uh, two-thirds of the comedy Bang Bang uh, musical <laughs> directors show up in that movie because it's both him and Kid Cudi. There's no uh, – Unfortunately, oh, yeah. yeah, like we're we're missing the Reggie Watts, but uh, but we could put Reggie kids. Watts making he's making that cordon money. Yeah, 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 he was too busy. <laughs> but you get Kid Cudi who like has a substantial part in the movie that is enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, did we did, we already did a review of that movie, didn't we? I think we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I think um, it was just we tacked it on to the end of the last show of just being like it, this is real fun. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, look, and here's the thing about Christopher Nolan is um, I what I have always admired about him is that he he really swings for the fences, and sometimes he hits the mark, and sometimes he doesn't. But it's always interesting to watch. So yeah, I I love that I saw Inception in the theater. It was kind of a, a mind fuck to kind of watch on the big screen like that. That's not a perfect movie. There's a lot of shit wrong with that movie. Like there are, there are holes in that story. You could, you could sail, sail a ship through. (laughs) Yeah. I still, I still love it. I, when it showed up on, um, on a, I think it was Netflix or whatever, um, a streaming platform, I watched it again because I enjoy watching the movie. Stop pretending like your movie's so fucking important, man. Like Tenet, we all want to see Tenet. But we can't go to the goddamn movie theaters. So get over yourself, man. Like, release it or don't release it, but give people a chance to see it. Like, they get, they have to see it in a theater. Yeah. I don't know. They want to be, they want to be entertained by the thing that you made for people to be entertained, right? I don't know. Unless, you know, I'll eat my words if eventually we all see this movie and then I have to say, well, yeah, you, we, we had to see that in a theater to understand it, I guess. Well, it's, you know what it is? It's just like you need those surround, those big, heavy surround theater speakers for when you get the boom. <laughs> it just, it has to hit you say, in the chest. I mean, what do you say after that is like, um, well, here's another truckload of money because it's being released on streaming services. Is he going to say no? No. Yeah. It has to be seen in a theater. Theater or nothing. Well, what's no. funny is I've seen... I maybe not all well because I don't think I saw Memento in the theater, but I've seen almost every Nolan film in the theater, <laughs> like when it has come out. Sure, and, but I'm like, you couldn't make me go to a theater right now. I'm not doing no. it. Like it's just I'm not dude, doing that shit. Yeah, like you, so your options were you can wait until next year to release because what's weird is you're gonna do this and then the movie's gonna lose money because people are gonna go to the theater right or at least not i mean people will go to the theater depressingly but not as many people as would have i mean for real there's there's something of being in that dark box that has that is full of people 
that I'm just not big on. So that's probably going to be – it's at the bottom of the list of places I'll feel comfortable going again, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's also – do you want to be Smash Mouth? Is that what you want? <laughs> do you yeah. do you want to be Smash Mouth having a concert and, like, getting people infected? Like, well, think the, about you that. Know, it seems like there's a direct correlation between number of new cases and box office draw of tenant. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want that across? Like, yeah. It's Straight just, up. Uh, yeah. Because it, yeah. this is, this is the thing too, is that I haven't, um, uh, you know, my, my folks live, uh, about three hours away from me right now. Um, but we would for, reasons you know for one reason or another we would usually get together at some point during the year i haven't seen them since last year since last christmas i want to say and um i you know i could make a day trip and i often think about making a day trip to go see them um do i want to be do i want to be the asshole that that kills my dad because i wanted to come over and have a burger with him no i don't so that's that's what you got to do. Do you want to be the dickhead who gets everyone uh, infected with COVID and who are then getting other people infected with COVID because your movie's so goddamn important that they have to go see it in a fucking movie theater? Think about yeah. it. Just think about it for a second. Yeah. Also, you really love Michael Caine. You know, you put him in all your movies. He's in that high risk group, like just by very, age. Very high risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to protect Michael Caine. He's buried enough members of the Wayne family. (laughs) And I won't bury another. (laughs) He's so good. Like, I I do love that he pops up. (laughs) That Michael Caine, he's good. He's good at acting. Here's your your, uh, weekly hot take on Hobo Radio. (laughs) Michael Caine, good at acting. Uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying the, I, I honestly wish they would release more stuff at home because yeah, we watched Bill and Ted face the music. We also watched Mulan like, cause that was, oh, uh, did you, oh, you, oh, you shelled out those, those big bucks for Mulan. Yeah. Cause that was, uh, Molly, uh, had a, a big fondness for the original. Oh, Mulan sure. Yeah. yeah cause she's a, she's a bit younger. So shoot, that's yeah. more in her wheelhouse. Yeah. But, uh, but I enjoy, I enjoyed the Mulan too as was it well. Good? Yeah. I liked it. Like, it was, yeah, that one got political too in Southeast Asia. Everything. Well, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> no, everything. there's there's some definite uh, baggage. Like, there's a lot. I mean, there's you know, uh, like uh, people who have much more weight to their opinion than me. Uh, you know, because who cares what I think about Mulan? Like, have some very valid criticisms of the movie and uh, mm. you know some of the politics surrounding it but uh but yeah, yeah I, the, I mean and the people portraying those characters but can you tell me was yeah. it did they do the music from it no no no, no music no music St- straight music yeah okay yeah. yeah and they it's honestly <laughs> see it's funny because like for me and again i don't have a strong attachment to the original animated mulan but i have not enjoyed the disney live action remakes no. thus far I've, like they I've made it look i will tell you that i've given Every one of them, more than one attempt to get through, I made it through Jungle Book. Yeah. First viewing, Jungle Book was great. And then the rest of them, I tried I tried The Lion King twice. I tried Beauty and the it. Beast three times. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Two, twice twice I fell asleep. The third time was just, oh, it's not good. That's why that's probably yeah. why I fell asleep. I don't yeah. care. 
The one I can't bring myself to try to watch is Aladdin. I just can't because I loved Aladdin oh, so much, and I, I just did, can't. I can't do it. It took me. It took me three set uh, three sittings to get through that one, and the only reason I'm not counting it as one I got completely through is because I fast forwarded a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just like, and it's you know, I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't bring it myself was, to watch it. It was really bad. Yeah. But <laughs> like, uh, sorry, I know a lot of a lot of talented people did good work on that film. So it's not like they listened to this shit. I'm just saying it was bad. But uh, <laughs> it was really bad. no, uh, like so. But all that being said, Mulan to me, like I understood why they remade it. Like it actually feels like a remake because the other ones just feel like. They're they're just trying to cash in. Like I just want to make yeah. the exact same movie again. We'll add like two scenes. Like maybe we add a new musical number or something. But this one, it's like they took out the music. They they updated the story. You know, like okay. the story is different. Like it, it it's it's not you know fundamentally different. But like it's it doesn't just follow beat for beat the animated one. There's no like okay. the Eddie Murphy character isn't in it. Like they okay. they change some names of characters. They they change some characters around. So like, when you say oh, okay, so when you say update it, you don't mean it's happening like in recent no 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 history. not not time period. Not, I'm saying they're not fighting the, communism. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying no that word. they they changed like. It's because one of the things I read that I think they were going for, and again, it's, you know, people have varying opinions of, of how they they did with this. But like, I know that uh, the original Mulan, I guess, in, you know, when the movie came out in China, there was some complaints among people that she felt too westernized, like in the way she was characterized of, because she was such an individual and because she was... And so in this one, she is more like they make more of an attempt to like, you know, really make it clear that she cares about her family and that she's doing this to protect her dad. And like, understood. You know, there's there's a more of like a family connection to, you know, and, and more like, I don't know. They And also, like, look, there's a really badass, uh, cool witch character that they added. That uh, Cool. Yeah, she's fun. Right on. Right on. There's also I I would just say this I'm noting this and again this is go listen to people who are Asian who have talked about this who uh, are equipped to talk about it but I know that it's been very uh, polarizing the they use chi in the movie and the way that it's used and discussed and it's kind of used as a superpower has has people have not been super happy with that but oh really yeah which i i think is totally valid i i just don't have like that is not for me to to debate but i i will just say like i i liked it i i think you know it was molly liked it like it was it was fun to watch you know right on right on. i guess if you liked it you liked it i will probably never watch it <laughs> it's fair yep I will me. say. Also, I, I mean, I think Iron Fist ruined all that cheese shit forever and ever. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, that's the other thing is what it, complaints about Mulan are valid, but like they're whatever. However, people feel about it, Iron Fist does everything worse. <laughs> like, yeah, know, it's I, indeed. Uh, I I never made it through Iron Fist while we're recapping. Like I, I watched all the other ones. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. But uh, 
but I, I will say, by the way, you know, not that Disney needs me to defend them, certainly, because they're doing fine. But I, I will just the one thing I will weigh in on to tie it back to like Nolan and everything. I know people were pushing, you know, upset about the the charge to watch it. You know, like the fact that it wasn't just included with Disney Plus. Um, it's it's funny because Molly actually was the one who said this, which I tend to agree with is like, I think it would have been cooler if they didn't more like Bill and Ted face the music where instead of it being tied to Disney, you could just, you know, any service you could pay the money and then own it. Because oh, sure. like, because sure. like, I do think there's there's something to be said for like, you know, you're paying this money for a movie that will eventually be free on yes. the service. So there's that. But like, to me, it's like. I feel, you know, the idea of it, again, you can't see it in a theater. I, I want stuff to be released, uh, you know, on digital, like right now. Like, I, I think that's cool. Like, I, I hope it does well enough to justify other movies being released, you know, on digital. And, and like, you don't have to do it. Like, that's the thing is, it's like, if you just, it's pain to see it now and to, so they can make money back that they were going to make if it had a theatrical release. And if you don't pay it, then... I think it's like in a few months it'll be on there for free. So it doesn't I like I feel like people like really felt like it was some kind of betrayal of Disney oh. Plus or something. <clears throat> yeah, I I suppose. I don't know. You make you're not making those movie theater ticket prices anymore though. But I thought the thing that the thing that always gets me about those uh those movie prices is that for all we complain about them, if you do go just see a movie and it's just a standard movie and a standard movie theater, um, it seems like a lot of money, but for what people used to pay to what we're paying now, it's a kind of a standard rate of inflation there. So, okay. Um, sneak your own shit into the goddamn movie. No one's frisking you. So I don't want to hear about the fucking concessions anymore. Yes. It is an absorbent <laughs> amount of money to pay for a cherry Coke. Either pay it or bring in a, a bottle of cherry Coke to drink during the movie. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but also, by the way, I will just say that's the reason we shouldn't reopen movie theaters because I love that about movie theaters. And yeah, definitely do that. Bring your own stuff in. But like, that is the exact reason why you can have whatever policy you want about masks. There, No one will enforce uh -huh. it. Yeah, like, straight up. Because <laughs> after a while, people are just sitting there in the dark. Yeah, they, everyone's going to take off their their masks. Like, it's, and I can tell you, as someone who who spent, a, granted, a brief amount of time, but a, a long enough amount of time working in a movie theater, people do whatever the fuck they want once the lights are out. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> Even with me walking in a theater up and down the aisle like twice per movie <laughs> they're still doing whatever the fuck ever i never even smelled that beer or liquor but it was there when the movie was over it was there i never um, by the way under did, did can you speak to that what was the what was the point of having like what what was gonna happen when the the usher you know the the employee like comes in and walks through the theater what what is that for who is that what is that doing okay um, I was told on my first day, um, during the movie, you walk, you walk through the aisle, down, down the aisle and you go up to the exit door and you push on it. And I said, why? And they said, push on the door. And I said, okay. 
So you just push on the door, <laughs> not the handle. You don't want to open the motherfucker. You just push on well, it. Well, because there's a so, lot. Okay, right? cool, cool, cool. I think you're just making sure that it, I think instead of making sure it works, you're making sure it's closed and that it's not left open from someone sneaking into the movie theater. I oh. don't know. Here's the thing, too. I didn't care. Um, I never caught anyone Which doing you, I anything. I would have to imagine... I was going to say, sorry, I would just have to imagine that's every, you're probably representative of like most employees in the movie theater of like, this is an obligation, but you don't care. And you're probably care. a teenager yourself. So you're not going to, but you're not going to be a narc, you know, you're not no, going to bust gonna, other. I, no, I'm not going to be a narc. There are only yeah. two, not, not even two things. No, there were, there were two things that I were looking, I was looking for every time I walked into the theater. One um, the movie is playing correctly. It's synced That's a up good with one. the sound. Yeah. The sound's coming through the speakers, so everything's working in the movie theater correctly. Not that, not that a patron wouldn't run out immediately and tell someone it was fucked up, but also right. everything's happening the way it should be in this movie theater. The other thing was I was making sure that some there weren't people disturbing other people trying to watch the movie, and that's it. And whatever that disturbance was, like if. If you like, if I saw you smoking in there, I'd be like, "Hey, the fuck is smoking here? There's other people in here." <laughs> or yeah, as the case was at the Brian's Road Movie Theater in <laughs> in Brian's Road, Maryland. Hey, I know there's no one else in here, but you can't smoke in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I never saw anyone do it. I would definitely walk in and smell weed every once in a while, but I don't know who's smoking yeah. it. I just smell some weed, and then. Um, and that's basically it. If there were people smoking, if they were being too loud, or if they were actively having sex and I saw them, I am sh- I probably would have said anything. I never saw it. I saw evidence of it. I never saw anyone do it. Ew. Ew. Please hey, don't they were using condoms. I wasn't excited about okay. cleaning up the condoms, but at least you're using protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, but... Uh- Thank you. I always wondered that because I was like, I don't know what this is for. Like, while you're walking into because I've never, like, I never saw an usher like walk in and then like actually, you know, affect change in a meaningful way. Yeah, no, not at all. I think like again, this is this is unique to my experience. But for I think the presence of an usher coming into the theater is just to have their presence there. Of like, you don't know when we're going to show up, but we're going to show up. And we want to make sure that you're not fucking up this experience for anyone else. And also, don't be a dick. Don't, don't, don't be an utter dickhead in the theater while the movie's playing. Please and thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because they yeah, start, we're certainly like, not stopping anyone from making a fucking mess. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, do you think that there's, like, people who own movie theaters who are just, they're closed right now and they're just going in? Like themselves. Like, <laughs> I don't know who's playing the movie theater. for them. Well, you can just start it and then you walk down the stairs and you go in. <laughs> Here's the thing, too, is look, if I if that's me and this is when I was, you know, what, 19 years old and I see people, uh, let's say, let's say I see people actively fucking in the seats mm-hmm. and I say, hey, hey, you can't just you can't just be having sex right here. You got to go. And they say, no. I don't know what my next course of action is. <laughs> I think I say, uh, I'm going to tell my manager, I guess. Please. <laughs> please, please stop. That's so, but like full on, sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm being prudish, but like, just like, cause you know, like you, 
I don't know the right the, the delicate way to phrase this, but you know, like you assume maybe like there's some some hand action going on, but just like full on like wow. I don't I don't know how to feel about that. I don't I don't either. Look, I I can't even say I can't even say it was full on intercourse. All I know is there were used condoms that I had to clean up on I can think of three occasions there might have been a couple more than that. There were used condoms yeah. there. So whatever they were using those for, I don't imagine they'd be using them for oral, but if you if you're <laughs> if you want that extra that extra bit of caution during during acts of oral sex then cool. But it wasn't my experience in Southern Maryland in the 90s that that's what was up. <laughs> What I think what we're really saying here is we do not pay the employees of movie theaters enough money. <laughs> hey, I was making my my five twenty five an hour. I think deserve hazard pay. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so that was I didn't know that's where we we're going, but you know, hopefully that was educational. If you stayed all the way to the end, you got a fun little. <laughs> peek behind the curtain of movie theaters. So. Yes, I'm bird. So remember, question everything. Comatose by day, police by night, swimming upstream is my only way out. If you got a light, baby, then I got the time. Can't tell you my name is too big for this town. From South Beach with Steve to Crown Heights with Karina. Broke on the open road, leaning on a team up. Family, friends, fans, the whole foundation of the ball worth the weight and vibranium. I sing it like Mahalia, what? They're shooting five, then I'm going down, burning free. I kill privilege until they have to serve the streets. If there's fuel in the tank, then I'ma turn the key. I gotta get back to paying overpriced for peace. Cause there's a side of every city counting on me to do something about it. We share the nightmare, the high fares of the sweet dream of someday leave town and fly where all the hustle pays off with the few above all to gaze from. But right now I'm right here. Lost men ain't a fan of my world. Tell me when I'm off the job yeah. He'd have me all day if he could But my time ain't on the menu Come and toss by day Police by night ooh, ooh, ooh. Swimming upstream yeah. It's my only way out My name is too big for this town. Yeah. 8-Bit Baby. Yeah. Come From Joy Rides with Jarvis to downtown with Donnie. To a win with Bruce Durbin way to cross country. And set through signs bright as we burn through the money. Just a band of blue collar boys stumping without a budget. World on your shoulders, homie, shift the weight. Somebody's going hungry, then we switch the plates. Either way, we live bait for Crown Victoria's Midwest bread, but act like we're straight out of Storia. I paroused the friendly section for the food and bed job openings, unless I didn't have this nervous nagging ticking hankering to go Jake and Finn. Dangerous, take your pick. Be more capitalism, a Sega Genesis. Your reality needs refurbishing. Take down your walls, get some meat full of growth, thicker skin. If you can't walk off the job, start practicing. Take your time back, relearn how to get it again. 
of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.